welcome everybody. It's time again for another episode of Sales Pipeline Radio with your host, the superstar of sales himself, Matt Hines. Hey, Matt. How are we doing, Paul? Okay, I'm struggling for superlatives here. I'm trying to reaching for new ones, and I thought, well, we haven't used that one yet. That's pretty obvious. Yeah, that one, I, I I have done nothing to uh, to earn that one. I think what, <laughs> our, what I'm excited about is we've got guests that that regularly earn and reiterate that kind of status. We've had some amazing guests here, at Sales Pipeline Radio. Uh, thanks everyone for joining us to another great episode. We are having a ton of fun on this show. We are excited and humbled that you're all joining us each each week. Uh, if you are new to the show, thank you for joining. You can check out some of our past episodes at salespipelineradio.com. Uh, you can find on-demand access to any of our past episodes with some great presenters, great speakers, great thought leaders in the world of B2B sales and marketing. Today, very, very excited to have a good friend of mine who's based up here in the Seattle area, Norm Bihar, who is the co-author of the book, The High Impact Sales Manager, a no-nonsense practical guide to improve your team's sales performance. Norman, let's uh, let's get right into it. Thanks so much for joining us today. Matt, thank you very much for having me on your show. Looking forward to speaking with you and uh, joining your audience. Norman, we've known each other for a long time now, and you've been someone that I've gone to quite a number of times for advice from a sales management standpoint, clients that I need sales management training that need to improve the sales teams. And I was so excited when I found out that you guys were writing a book. I've been spending a lot of time with this and actually been quoting it with a lot of clients. My favorite part of the description here is the no-nonsense and practical part like this is not just strategy this is this gets into the nuts and bolts of how to improve your team's performance talk a little bit about you know where this book came from why was this important for you and how is this book different than others that are exist on the market today matt as you know we have a very active blog at the sales readiness group and probably our favorite subject to blog about is sales management and the reason behind that is that we just think sales managers can have the most dramatic impact on sales team performance although we offer training programs and the training programs help develop selling skills. It's really the sales managers that are in the trenches day in and day out with their sales team. And all of our sales management blogs are really geared on providing very practical advice that drew on our sales training programs and our personal experience. I mean, myself and the other co-authors who are my business partners have been in uh, sales and sales management for over 30 years. And one of the kind of some of the input we were getting was you guys should really write a book and we thought about it and we looked at a lot of the management books the sales management books that were on the market and they were highly theoretical and we said you know we can put together something that's really practical easy to use pretty quick read and allows managers to have an immediate impact in working with their sales team so that's what we set out to do we were able to um, really organize this in a way that we think gets to the key skills managers need to develop and implement and you know one of the things i liked about your comment is the goal was to offer this advice offer these techniques allow managers to readily put them into place and we're hoping that the book is achieving that goal i mean the feedback i've had from people i know that have read it have definitely reiterated that uh definitely you know gets out of the clouds and into the details very well uh, we've got norma bihar today who is the uh ceo and president of the uh, sales readiness group and is the co-author of the high impact sales manager could you quickly summarize for us what does it mean to be a high impact sales manager i'm sure a lot of people have different definitions of that but for you what are the components or characteristics that make for a successful high-impact sales manager? So I think there's really five key areas that if you think about a sales manager, they can often get kind of trapped in the weeds of, solve, of being chief problem solver and what we call kind of getting stuck in a daily grind. But if they can learn to transcend it, there's really five things they're going to do very well. One is hire the best people and hold them accountable. So if you have the right people on your team, it's a lot easier to manage, coach, and lead that team. 
They're going to learn how to manage sales performance, and sometimes just they have the wrong notion. They're they're hyper focused on results, and you know ultimately we're measured on results, but results are backward looking. So what we want them to do is to manage sales performance by really focusing on underlying behaviors that drive results. So that would be a second key element is learning how to manage sales performance. A third is learning how to manage the pipeline. A lot of companies end up with uh, bloated sales pipelines, deals that are dormant deals that are stuck, and as a result, the managers can't produce accurate forecasts. So that's embarrassing not only for the manager, but also for the VPs, you know, all the way up the organization. So being able to manage the pipeline is the third element. Fourth element is really providing personalized sales coaching. If you think about managing performance, that's really a framework for managing a team. Sales coaching is something that can be very individualized that helps each person develop better skills and improve their win rates. And then the fifth element is really being a great leader, and part of being a great leader is learning how to motivate and inspire your sales team. So those are the five key elements that we've set out to address in the book, The High Impact Sales Manager. That's great. If you want to learn more about the book, you can certainly find it on Amazon.com. It's available for purchase. You can also go to SalesReadinessGroup.com. You'll find just a ton of great uh, resources from Norman and his team, including the ability to download a free chapter of the book. So highly recommend you check that out and uh, at minimum get that free chapter to whet your appetite for the rest of the book. I like your five keys to effective sales manager. So let me ask the opposite question then. What keeps people from doing that? What keeps high potential sales managers from achieving uh, that higher level of success? So I think there's a couple of things. If you think about, you know, where do most sales managers come from? They came from the sales ranks. So maybe a VP of sales uh, is looking to add to their, uh, to add a new sales manager, add a new district, or maybe one of the managers is being promoted and they're looking for the next sales manager. They're typically going to look within the sales team. And they're going to look probably at a high performer and say, okay, this person really is doing a great job of selling. Uh, they'll start having some conversation. The salesperson may see it as a great opportunity. And within a relatively short period of time, they're promoted into management. What's kind of missing there is not the fact that a great salesperson can learn how to become a good sales manager. Is that it's really a different skill set. When you're a salesperson, it's really all about you. It's about your prospecting skills, your call planning skills. You may be part of a team but the skills that you're using are really individual selling skills, identifying priorities, asking great questions, having great sales conversations. And as a manager, it's really about success through others. So I think that unless there is a mentoring or training program that really helps the salesperson, once they're promoted, understand the difference, they're likely to kind of fall back on what they know, which is selling, which typically leads to telling other salespeople, here's how I used to do it, not very effective versus managing, when you think about what does a manager need to do, it's setting team goals, recruiting and selecting people, coaching the individuals, the things we just talked about, performance management, leadership and motivation. So it's a different skill set. So I think that's one of the issues that holds managers back. And that's pretty easy to address through sales management training programs, but also requires it requires a change in mindset. The other thing is if you just think about Managing a sales team, it's a pretty fast-paced environment. Salespeople are not always the easiest to manage. You've got also customer issues that come up. You have also meetings you need to attend. Managers can get stuck in a time trap where almost all their time is, is really responding to urgent requests. And typically the problem there is that they haven't really learned how to empower others and prioritize. And so actually the introduction to our book is called Transcending the Daily Grind and really learning how to compartmentalize this so that you're not the chief problem solver and just putting out fire after fire every day, and then by the end of the week you're exhausted and it repeats the following Monday morning. 
but you're learning to understand, okay, if I empower people and really put this in perspective, how do I allow enough time to do the five things that I'm supposed to do that really allow me to be a very effective manager? We're talking with Norman Bihar today on Sales Pipeline Radio. He's the co-author of the new book, The High Impact Sales Manager. And we've been talking a lot about the components of high impact sales managers, the things that keep them from doing that. Clearly, there's a blueprint for how to help sales managers become more successful that you outline in the book. You know, before we go to break, if you could quickly just answer the question, how do you get sales reps and sales managers to more proactively invest in their own growth and success. Like, I mean, we can put them through training. We can teach them these things. How do we get them to be self-motivated to learn and hone these behaviors? I think that's really about a mindset and having a training and coaching culture. And unfortunately, a lot of organizations don't have that mindset. And I think what happens is, again, these are pretty fast-paced environments, and you get caught up in all the things you need to do to kind of respond to the daily needs of customers or our prospective customers. And what we really want is to encourage a level of self-discovery, both at the sales management and sales area. So one of the key skills for a manager is being a great coach, and a great coach can really help develop those attributes within the salesperson. We refer to in the book called the three A's framework, which is managers have a problem that in a lot of cases they can't resist, as, as I was saying before, of going into tell mode. Here's how I used to do it. Here's what you should do. Here's what you need to do next. And that doesn't create really this motivation to learn and grow. Instead, what we really want them to focus on is these three, what we call the three A's, to ask first. So really ask open-ended questions, much like they would a customer. Really find out what's going on with their salesperson, what does their salesperson want to achieve, and showing the level of interest in really understanding the salesperson's perspective. The other thing we want them to do is become great listeners. Unfortunately, many managers, again, because they want to go into tell mode, they don't necessarily practice active listening, which is not only just hearing what your sales reps are saying, but understanding you know, the body language. Are they just saying what they, they think you want them to, to say, or do they really have true meaning behind it? So kind of the same skills, again, you'd use if you were calling on a customer to understand their needs. And then assume the best of attentions, assume that salespeople really do want to improve. And those three things will create a level of receptivity where salespeople want to engage their managers and talk about career development and really focus on development as opposed to just kind of going through the motions on a daily basis. So I think you could apply that both at the management level and at the sales level to start creating a coaching and training culture where people really do want to grow and develop. How long does it take for the typical sales manager to sort of make this a habit? Is there a period of time that you recommend people really put a focus to make this a habit? Is this an ongoing process that people are always working on? Well, I think it's ongoing. I think that the nature of, and I've been in uh, sales and sales management for 30-plus years, is that when you get busy, it's much easier to tell than to coach. And so I think it does have to be ongoing. That said, I think people can develop really good coaching skills probably in about 90 90 days. And then if they implement those over maybe the course of a year, they're going to become part of that cadence of management. So I think it takes about 90 days to develop the skills and then apply them for roughly a year. And when I say apply it, we kind of use a benchmark, you know, how much time should a manager spend coaching? Probably 25 to 40% of their total time. And I think if they do that for probably nine months following learning how to coach, 
they'll become pretty proficient and become part of their cadence of sales management. Awesome. We've got uh, Norman Bihar here today, who is the uh, president of Sales Readiness Group and is the co-author of the, the fantastic new book, The High Impact Sales Manager. We'll be back after a couple commercials, a couple words from our sponsors. We're going to talk a little more about how to coach the coach, a little more about time management, marketing's impact on good sales management and sales coaching, uh, and talk a little bit about what we've got coming up on Sales Pipeline Radio. Thanks very much. We'll be right back. The way we do business is advancing faster than ever before. Yet amongst the disruptions, there's one pillar that stays standing through it all, the power of a relationship. Relationships are at the core of everything. So how are today's organizations developing, nurturing, and leveraging them to drive success? Join Matt Hines and Sigster's VP of Marketing, Justin Keller, for the on-demand webinar, The State of Relationship Marketing and learn how your team can bridge the gaps between relationships and revenue. Listen now at HeinzMarketing.com. That's H-E-I-N-Z Marketing.com. And now back to Matt and his guest. Awesome. Thanks very much. Well, and these half hours always go so quickly. I know Norman did a great job earlier sort of enumerating the five keys to high-performance sales managers uh, and some of the things that keep them from doing that. If you want to check those out again, you can certainly go to salespipelineradio.com. We will have a replay of Norman's comments here today. Up there in a couple days, we will also have a summary uh, of some of his key points uh, on our blog at heinzmarketing.com. And you can check out a lot of our other former guests on Sales Pipeline Radio as well as our uh, upcoming guests next week on Sales Pipeline. Radio, we're going to be featuring Martin Lindstrom, who is the author of the brand new book, Small Data. We talk so much in sales marketing about big data and the importance of having access to all the data and this deep level of data. What I love about Martin's new book is he talks about the importance of some of those subtle buying signals, some of the sort of these sometimes seemingly insignificant behavioral observations that can actually point towards trends or unmet customer needs. And so we're going to be talking a lot about buying signals, about not just big data, but the right data, the actionable data, fast data, and small data next week with Martin Lindstrom on Sales Pipeline Radio. But I want to keep talking a little bit today about effective sales management. And I want to go back to the idea of coaching, Norman. Uh, we got Norman Bihar here today, who's the co-author of the book, High Impact Sales Manager. You talked about being a good coach. How do you coach the coach? You know, What are some of the things that sales managers and other executives can do to help make their coaches more effective and help is sort of you know increase and reinforce the right behavior from those coaches? Well, I think you have to think about coaching in two buckets, Matt. There's what I would call opportunity coaching or what's often referred to as deal coaching, and that's the coaching that you provide when you're doing, a, let's say, a weekly review of a salesperson's pipeline. You're sitting down with that salesperson. You're looking at which opportunities are progressing from stage to stage. Unfortunately, what opportunities might be stuck or dormant, maybe a new competitor emerged, maybe um, they're having a difficult time getting to decision-makers, uh, maybe they're not able to really articulate their win theme. So I think you have this whole notion of opportunity or deal coaching. And to develop those skills, those are really skills that the manager has developed as a salesperson because they've been in the trenches, they've closed business before, and they can actually offer very practical advice. But, again, as opposed to telling people what to do, we want them to use you know questions that really get to how well qualified is the opportunity and then digging down a little bit deeper than Bant, and I know that you you've probably talked about Bant and uh, you know in this and other episodes before, but but beyond budget, authority, need, and timing, you're really getting to what is a customer's business need, what's the unique value you bring to that customer, who are the decision makers, and what is your relationship with them? How is the competition going to try and beat you? And maybe most importantly, why you will win. 
So those are some of the kind of questions that managers need to start asking salespeople as they look at specific opportunities. And the benefit of that is salespeople will start asking those questions themselves. And so you're really going to start empowering and doing a better job of creating better velocity in your pipeline and higher wind rates. The more difficult skill to develop is really skills coaching. And skills coaching gets to how do you help your salespeople improve selling skills, you know, whether that's call planning skills and salespeople often, unfortunately, don't do enough call planning and they really are not prepared with clear objectives when they call in customers or they may not be fluent in how to manage objections or how to negotiate. And so helping salespeople develop skills really gets to learning how to assess their current level of proficiency and motivation and then develop very targeting coaching plans. So one of the keys for the power of sales coaching and why it's the most powerful management action is that it is personalized. And so by taking the time to kind of do an um, intellectually honest co-assessment, both by the manager and the salesperson, of their skills inventory, and in our programs we use eight key skill areas and three behavior statements in each, so we have these 24-point quick, uh, quick assessment, you can develop very positive and focused coaching plans that are individualized for each salesperson. I think having the tools and the processes in place are really key to developing better coaches and better managers. You know, you talked earlier about the percent of time coaches should be spending coaching. And I think it'd, I'd be hard-pressed to talk to any sales manager that doesn't want, you know, 25-40% of their time to be able to spend coaching. And But I do find that most sales managers don't feel like they have that time. How much of that is related to the, you know, you know, how many things are on their plate? But how do you also help sales managers get better at time management? How do you help them carve out more time to be better at uh, spending time doing the coaching? It's not that sales managers aren't busy. Most sales managers that I know are working far more than 40 hours per week. They're busy during the day. They often travel. They have to attend conferences. They have to prepare forecasts. They go to meetings. It's a difficult conversation, but what's really holding them back is they still are probably going way too much into reactive mode when it comes to business problems, and they have to learn to empower. So it is somewhat of a catch-22. I have to empower my people to be able to solve their own problems. To do that, I have to coach them, but I may not have the time for coaching. And I think initially it will take an increased investment of time beyond the time they're already putting in. But once they do that, it's going to have a very quick payback because many of the things that the manager has been solving for their salespeople, the salespeople learn to solve themselves. And then I think it just is a very conscientious method of guarding their time and making sure that they have allocated time and that 25 to 40% doesn't necessarily need to be formal coaching. There are almost always coaching moments. So if you're working with someone on call planning, they're going on a call today, hey, you know, Matt, I know you're going to be calling on XYZ Corporation later today. What are your call objectives? You know, just even a quick callway conversation can be part of a coaching moment. Absolutely. We're wrapping up here with Norman Bihar, who is the uh, co-author of The High Impact Sales Manager. Highly recommend everyone check this book out. You can find it on Amazon, but you can also get a free chapter if you go to salesreadinessgroup.com. Norman, just in the last few seconds before we wrap up, if you could just uh, talk about the what the format uh, preferences are for this kind of a training. I know you guys do a ton of sales management training as part of your practice. Uh, sales Readiness Group has been regularly ranked one of the top sales training companies by Selling Power Magazine and others. But just really quickly, what are some of your preferred formats for doing that training and if people are interested how can they learn more about how you guys might be able to help them sure so the book itself is a synopsis of the training program the training program it really centers around a two and a half day workshop where we cover those five key areas that i mentioned earlier about 
managing a team, leading a team, coaching a team, and hiring the best people. The pre-work typically involves assessment and customization, and then the post-training typically involves live online reinforcement and measurement. And then those programs are all custom-tailored. So in many cases, you know, I think of one large publicly traded company. We broke that out over the course of a year, focusing on one key area per quarter. But generally, it's a combination of assessment, live on-site training, and live online reinforcement, and then post-training measurement. So we have the kind of the key elements built in. People can learn more by going to our website and taking a look at the High Impact Sales Manager. They can also email us at info at salesreadinessgroup.com or email me directly, nbhar at salesreadinessgroup.com, and we'd be delighted to provide you more information on our sales and sales management training programs. Awesome. I want to thank our guest today, Nora Bihar, who's the co-author of the High Impact Sales Manager. Great information online at salesreadinessgroup.com. Not only the uh, free chapter, more information about their sales training programs, but tons of great insights to help your sales team and your sales management perform better. If you want to get a replay of today's conversation with uh, Mr. Bihar, you can find that on our website at salespipelineradio.com here in a couple days. We'll also have a summary of his conversation on our blog at heinzmarketing.com shortly. You can also on uh, Sales Pipeline Radio find all of our past guests uh, and all of our future guests. So you can check us out if you want to follow us uh, live. We'll look forward to seeing you here every Thursday at uh, excuse me 2.30 Eastern, 11.30 Pacific. And uh, you can also follow us on the podcast. You can catch every episode by downloading it at iTunes or from Google Play. Until next week, that's about it for today. Thanks again, Norman, for your time. Thanks, for everyone, for listening. Look forward to seeing you again next week. This has been Sales Pipeline Radio. You've been surfing the pipeline, the sales pipeline, with Matt Hines from Hines Marketing.